In last year's midterm elections, Michigan became the 10th state to approve recreational marijuana. A majority of states also allow medicinal use. But what are the implications for the workplace? I'm Kara Murray, and this is HRpreneur, a podcast by ADP. We know you work incredibly hard to support your employees and make your business a success. More than likely, this means you wear lots of hats, and one of those might be HR professional. We're here to help you get the insight you need in order to tackle day-to-day workplace issues. This week, I'm joined by Kristen LaRosa and Merrill Gutterman. Both work as counsel for ADP's Small Business Services. I also want to take the opportunity to thank the ADP Client Appreciation Program for sponsoring today's episode. You can earn free payroll by referring ADP, and you can find out more by talking to your local sales representative. All right. Although marijuana remains illegal under federal law, over 30 states permit medical or recreational use. So, Kristen, can employers in these states still enforce a zero-tolerance drug policy? So that's a great question, Kara. Uh, In all states, regardless of whether marijuana is allowed, employers still have the right to prohibit use in the workplace or during work hours. But when it comes to enforcing a drug-free workplace, employers need to balance compliance with state laws that have legalized marijuana, especially when it comes to pre-employment drug testing and taking action against employees who test positive for marijuana, and especially those who are prescribed it legally. So recent court decisions in states like Connecticut, Massachusetts, and Rhode Island have suggested or held that in some cases, employers can't refuse to hire a medical marijuana user based on a positive drug test and may have to provide these users with accommodations. So to answer your question, I would say employers in these states can still enforce a zero-tolerance drug policy, but may have to make some exceptions, especially where it pertains to medical marijuana users. That's interesting. So let's say an employer is in a state that prohibits discrimination against applicants for testing positive for medical marijuana, and the employer wants to conduct pre-employment testing. How should they handle a positive drug test result? So if you're in a state that protects off-duty medical marijuana use and the applicant tests positive, you'll first want to verify that they're a medical marijuana cardholder. And if that's the case, you may have to give the applicant the opportunity to prove that the positive drug test was a result of medical marijuana use. And then you may also need to explore the reasons that the applicant uses medical marijuana. And that can open the door to discussing whether the applicant has a disability and whether or not that disability needs to be accommodated. So there are a lot of complexities here. And given all of the variables. And also, depending on the industry, there are some employers who are just giving up on testing for marijuana entirely. So as you just alluded to, some employees may be using medical marijuana because of a disability. Will use be considered a reasonable accommodation? So that's a really good question. Um, When we're talking about reasonable accommodation, we're talking about an alternative that would help someone with a disability do their job. But since marijuana use remains illegal under federal law, it's not something that employers are required to accommodate at the federal level. That said, this is an evolving area at the state level. Um, In 2017, the Massachusetts Supreme Court ruled that in some cases, the use of medical marijuana off-duty could be considered a reasonable accommodation. And there now are other states who are also considering how to address off-duty medical marijuana use. So it's an issue you're going to want to stay on top of. And even if you can't accommodate medicinal use, still talk to the applicant or the employee to see whether there's an equally effective accommodation that you can offer. That's interesting. 
What if an employee claims that because they're a medical marijuana card holder, that the employer's drug policy doesn't apply to them? Uh, So we talked about how some states have employment protections for employees who use medical marijuana outside of work, um, but that doesn't mean employers are required to allow employees to use or be impaired at work. So in that sense, the employer's policy would certainly continue to apply, despite the employee's cardholder status. The problem is, how can you tell when an employee is impaired at work? A drug test can't show precisely when marijuana was used, and also wouldn't indicate whether an employee was impaired while at work, which makes it difficult for employers to enforce their policy. Also, states have rules and limitations around drug testing, so several states restrict random drug testing, and even with reasonable suspicion testing, which is generally more permissible, you still have to consider some restrictions like what factors would constitute suspicion or cause to warrant the drug test. So it sounds like there is definitely some risk at the state level. How can employers best manage this risk? You're right, Kara. There definitely is some risk. Um, To help manage your risk, it's a good idea to make sure that you understand the law, the state law that applies to your business before you make any employment decisions related to medical marijuana users. And if you're a multi-jurisdictional employer, you may need to implement different policies in different business locations to manage the risk in each state that you do business. And when you're drafting your policies, make sure you're looking at all the job duties that the applicant or the employee must perform. Um, Consider whether the job is a safety-sensitive position. And make sure that you're conducting an assessment to determine whether the employee's outside use of medical marijuana would interfere with their job duties or perhaps cause a direct threat to either the employee or to their coworkers. That's right. And also employers need to know if they're subject to federally regulated safety standards. So in those situations, medical or recreational marijuana use is not permitted. So let's take the Department of Transportation as an example. If a DOT employee fails a drug test for marijuana, they can't perform their duties until they've seen a substance abuse professional and successfully completed the DOT's return to duty process, which includes a drug and alcohol test. It seems like it would be best to come up with a plan for how to respond before an issue arises. Kristen, what advice do you have for employers? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I would strongly recommend working with legal counsel to determine your rights and responsibilities under the law. At a minimum, you want to draft drug-free workplace policies carefully and clarify that use and possession of drugs that are illegal under federal or state law, including marijuana, are not permitted in the workplace or during work hours. And employers who operate in states without any current marijuana laws are in a better position to enforce this policy. However, those in states that have laws in place should monitor the evolving case law and understand the potential risk involved in enforcing this kind of policy without providing for any possible exceptions for medical marijuana users. Just to add to what Kristen said, make sure that your drug-free workplace policy forbids employees from reporting to work under the influence. And make sure that you reserve the right to conduct workplace searches upon reasonable suspicion. And while you can still opt for a zero-tolerance policy in the workplace, think about whether pre-employment testing for medical marijuana makes sense based on these evolving laws. Thank you, Merrill, and thank you, Kristen. As always, this has been a great discussion. It sounds like it's an area of the law that continues to change. We want to thank you all for listening to HRpreneur. I'm Kara Murray, and for all the latest episodes, subscribe in iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts.